Hello and welcome back to Showing Up Messy. This is the podcast about the messy parts of the creative process and showing up before we feel ready. And today I'm so excited to finally be sharing the episode I recorded with Victoria Bradley, who is such a badass. She's the editor-in-chief of Table Magazine in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And she also is an artist who draws and paints fine art nudes professionally. Uh, and she is also dating and the girlfriend of one of my best friends, Helen Wildey. Hi, Helen. Uh, so those are all equally cool credits. I mean, I think that the Helen thing is the most important thing. Anyways, that's just my personal opinion. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, I think that they're all absolutely amazing. And I just, listening to this episode again was so good for me. And it reminds me of why I'm doing the podcast in the first place, because I need constant reminders of how to wake up to my life and hearing Victoria talk about the ways she practices gratitude and manifestation and just attracting the things in the universe that she wants. Um, and it's just, it's so inspiring and humbling. And she's just one of the coolest people I've ever met. I'm really building her up uh, to be a lot, but don't worry, she's going to deliver uh, in the episode. So um, I, yeah, I guess sitting here listening to this um, made me think of all the ways I could be showing up more right now. But today for me, showing up means posting this episode a little late, but better late than never. Um, as all of these, if you've been following along, they're all late. The ones that I'm posting right now, they're just a series of episodes I recorded three months ago, but with timeless gems of wisdom. So it doesn't matter. Um, anyways, I, the, all of this to say, I, it was such a pleasure and an honor to interview Victoria Bradley and, one other little nugget is we, in this episode, we talk about a creative collaboration that basically happened upon meeting, um, where I, unbeknownst to me, pitched her an idea for her magazine and she immediately took it and ran with it. And we created a spread in the fall winter edition, actually it was the winter edition of her, um, her magazine table, which is published in Pen in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So check that out. It's a spread on savory oats. And right now in real time, I have that magazine with me and it's one of the most mag magical. Um, <laughs> we talk about it a lot in the episode, but Victoria is somebody who has, has real creative vision and creative follow through. And I am just so grateful to know her and learn from her and uh, be part of her life. And now you can be, or she can be part of your life as well. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you for being here. This is Showing Up Messy. Oh, what a good way to start. Bop. I always, I, you and, I know you and Helen both love Hanson, but I don't always, like, it's not in my face. As somebody who spends a lot of time with both, or has spent a lot right. of time with both of you. One of the, one of the best idea she ever had was should we make out to Hanson and see if it's weird <laughs> <laughs> well, did you do it we did it yeah it wasn't weird it was hot 
It's it really felt good. it felt natural. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm really excited. Um Yeah, we're not, you know, we're not pushers. No, you're not pushers. I I am a big fan of Hanson. I mean, I I they were my first the first cassette that I owned was Hanson. Oh. It you was the cassette. Yes. I mean, didn't you? No, I had all the CDs. Stop. Wait, no you're not that much older than me. I mean, you you are older than me. Though. I am older than you. But you were cool I all, enough. I had all CDs. You had more equipment than I did. Yeah, I guess so. The also, means. It's like, this takes me back to like when you came back from Christmas vacation at school. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what did you get for Christmas? And everybody had to go around the classroom and talk about it. And like I knew the right answer was a stereo. Like you're supposed to say it like. You're supposed to say, I got a stereo. What for grade was this? Like the fifth grade. In fifth and grade, I okay. Definitely didn't. I got like a little tape deck. Like this was like two speakers, one cassette tape. <laughs> two speakers, one cassette tape. But I call Yet it a stereo. You well, I would call it a stereo too. But also I'd be I'd be sad that I didn't have a, a Hanson cassette if I had that as my I, I, well, and now I'm sh- feeling shame. I'm sorry. I don't mean to shame you, but I'm, it sounds like you, what you had was a cassette player and a bunch of compact discs, which were not appropriate. No, there's a um, Hanson fan who I fo- a Fanson who I follow. Yeah. Um, and his uh, his Instagram name is I am a I am a Hanson guy, and he constantly is posting about all the cassettes he has. It's like the collector cassettes, because that was they. It's like you're only cool. You're actually the cool one. Like you're only cool if you have Hanson cassette tapes, the CDs everybody has. Oh, I, so you're talking. You're yeah. you're jealous of me, Chris. I'm feeling shame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already feeling shame. Great, we are off to a really bad start. Um, this is a this is a podcast about not feeling shame about the messy parts of your creative process, and you're already feeling shame. Um, I'm in awe of your. Wait, how many Hanson concerts? Twenty three. Twenty three Hanson concerts. <laughs> yeah. Wow. August second. 2018 was the 23rd Hanson concert. Wow. I know. That's I know. I argue with, um, I argue with Helen that I, uh, I know I, I, she knows more about them, but I love them more. And she would, she would argue the opposite. That he, you she, love I, them I, more, I but she knows more about them. I told them. him she can, I told her she can be a better fan, but I love them more. <laughs> That's nice that you kind of just separate the parts. It's the worst way to say it. We were both like, no, me. No, it's not. That's yeah. Hanson. I love that. That's so funny. Um, also, well, well, okay, curious. So we're going to talk, we're going to go into your life yeah. and talk about that. But I'm, I'm also curious, like, what about Hanson do you like? If you had to boil it down to one thing about them or about their music, like, what is it that has brought you back 23 times? I think it's, I think it's, it's, you know, we were talking about values and it's loyalty. It's that I'm like, I don't switch it up. It's like, mm. it's, it might not be Hanson as much as it's me. It's like that I, I p- true love lasts a lifetime and I picked this and I love them. And now when I go back, it's like, even the, new, even their new albums are not that good, but it's like, I'm committed. I wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like I just got you on record saying that the new Hanson albums are not that good. They're not. Anthem is... <laughs> the newest r- record anthem is not that good, but okay. Yeah, I, no, I, I, re- I respect. Like, I don't even like it, but I love it. <laughs> I understand that. So it's a loyalty. You're like I'm. Yeah, it's it's a, like a nostalgia and a loyalty and feeling like you're 17 again. And 
that we all grew up together. That's what I love about Hanson. Oh, I love that. I mean, and it, that kind of sounds like I'm not in a marriage and I don't yeah. know what that's like, but I bet being in a long-term committed relationship has its ups and downs. I mean, yeah, Hanson's like familiarity and I've loved Hanson longer than I've loved anything. So it's, you know, it's, I think that that's, that what they have going th- for them right now is that I've loved them for 21 years. <laughs> right. I'm not going to stop now. Right. You're like, they can't do anything to really yeah. mess that up. You can yeah, make your anthem album bad. You're not you there. You can snore on record. I will be fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> you could just be, yeah, it could just be tonal, one tone <laughs> for the whole thing. Yeah. Just like animal noises. That could be fun. Yeah. And speaking of a marriage, like they, there's so much now that I was afraid not to like about them when I was little is that like, you have your favorite band and they have to be perfect and people will make fun of you for what you like and you take that really personally and all of those things and now it's like I'm the only one who can make fun of them because I know them and love them (laughs) and like so that feels like a a marriage to me too that I can watch their um you know their documentaries and listen to their albums to be like you know it's not that good I still love you it's not that good (laughs) I love you and you can do better yeah (laughs) yeah that's so great I've heard you do better right oh wow yeah because I went through because I I really was a big Hanson fan and I was convinced I was going to marry Zach Hanson I remember one time actually so my family my mom is very um she's instilled in me a deep uh hatred or annoyance at um eating noises when people chew with their mouths open you know still yeah still there still gets me but like doesn't make me feel as much rage as it used to when I was maybe like 14 but I uh I remember one time when I was very young she I don't know why she was trying to turn me off to the Hanson brothers but she just goes you know Katie the Hanson boys they look like they look like people who would chew with their mouths open oh why would a mother say something like that? Like, I feel like that was really formal. She was like trying to convince me not to marry. (laughs) This will be the thing that will save you. Yeah. Like she already assumed that I was like going to get there. You know, she's like, okay, let's back it up a second. That's the only reason why you didn't marry. That's the only reason I didn't pursue it. My mom was the total opposite. I remember her really encouraging, like, not just that I liked Hanson, but like I was in love with Taylor and she was so encouraging that I remember her talking about like, you can tell when somebody is in love with somebody else by just how they say their name. And she's like, like the way you say Taylor, and I, like she was totally feeding it. Oh my gosh. Um, that's so sweet. And mm-hmm. look at him. He's like married with six kids or something. I know. And I would have seven if I was his wife. Right. <laughs> he, he doesn't know it. Well, you Keep know, it going. things happened. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's for the best. Right. Mm. Um, I, that's, that's so wonderful. Um, <laughs> you love Hanson. <laughs> um, and I'm glad. Yeah. So let's, we can, we can segue into, yeah. into loyalty into, into literally anything else, but literally like, any of our other values, any of our other values. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, I'm so inspired by you. I met you a week ago. Mm. It's our one week anniversary. Today's our one week anniversary, which is a gr- we're celebrating by memorializing it in this podcast. Um, <laughs> and I'm so happy. Like I, it really was inspiring meeting you because you are somebody who, is living your life so intentionally. And I feel like your life seems very values driven. Like it's, it makes 
when I'm when I'm looking at you and like you can tell me if I'm wrong or if there's a nuance to this, but it it seems like you have a really good understanding of what your values are and you um live them. Yeah, well, I love that your podcast is showing up messy because I think that living your values is only about showing up. It's about like how are you showing up for your life today? And you know, you can talk the talk and pick out of a word bank of values but it's like how what do you really mean by that um and how are you showing up for all of those things um but I also feel like you know I feel like one of the things that was a goal for me in the last just three months was manifesting really high frequency friends and Mm. I like I feel like I mean I know you're one of them but just making an effort to um you know, raise my own frequency and to be more excited and be happier and be more grateful for everything I have going on and then attract the people who do that too. Oh. And so I knew like, as soon as I met you, it was like, mm, manifested this, you know, it was like, yeah. I feel like meeting you. Yeah. I mean like that's electric. It is mm-hmm. electric upon meeting you. And I guess we can go into how we met because if someone's listening to this, unless it's Sammy and Hel- Helen, hi, Sammy and Helen. <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> hi guys. I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> We're in your living room on your couch. Right now. <laughs> um, Cause I, we met a week ago because you're dating one of my best friends yes. and, um, and yes, and well, that's, so that's how we met. That's yeah. literally how we met. But then this we, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it was total synergy right off the bat because I think when you meet really high frequency people who are going for it, who, um, you know, it's, you know, when I say going for it, it's like you you pick the thing that you're really passionate about, and there's there's a decision, and there's you cut off every other thing that could stop you from doing that. And, uh, Mm. you know, meeting you was one of those experiences where it's like, this girl just sold all of her earthly possessions and is going to go travel the world. And it's like, you're just, Mm. that's, you're just going for it. And that you say yes to everything. You know, I watched you perform in two comedy shows this week. Right. Well, (laughs) and you know, we're having a breakfast brainstorm and I'm like, you should be in a magazine on Friday. And, And like, yes, the answer is yes. And, you know, tell me three kinds of savory oats. Yes. Yes. This was like, like, that was the most magical moment. We can unpack all of that. Yeah, there's so much. We can unpack all of that. But just like, you know, one of the ways that I really try to show up for my own life is to, um, is to raise my own frequency every day and to be on a level of the kind of people that I want to attract and then, you know, stay on their level it's like earn that all the time I mean we talked a little bit about that this week too it's like the people who we've seen we've hung out with even this week it's like they deserved it they deserved like these like really great people that we got to feed off of and have all that electric energy and it's just all that gratitude so much so I mean I think we I think we manifested like clouds last night we manifest yeah (laughs) there there was a great sunset and we're like well thanks god thank you universe um but yeah. we deserve this we, no, deserve we do we, we manifested this. we expected it uh, and we love it <laughs> we love it so much oh my gosh well i just it, i mean wow 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 but <laughs> i i completely echo i mean y- the way that you yeah you're really like you're really walking the walk like really walking the walk and talking the talk but like walking immediately <laughs> you know i mean just like the 
yeah, like we had this magical, okay, like that magical breakfast moment was aside, but you're like, yeah, the way that you give your energy to people and you're very, yeah, you're very clear about like, yeah, I'm investing in. I think that's the way to show gratitude. So just backtracking on Wednesday, um, Katie made this delicious breakfast. It was smelling like caramelized onions in here. First thing in the morning. (laughs) It was work from home day. We were all like pajamaed and excited. And, um, you know, I take a lot of like, I mean, you do too, but I take a lot of cues and inspiration from the universe and we're sitting down and we're having this delicious breakfast and it's like a really like safe, fun, electric, I mean, it's a great morning. And then you're saying, you know, have you ever had savory oats? And it was like, how can we be eating and salivating over that at the same time? <laughs> like, that sounds great. What do you mean, savory oats? And as you're talking, like, my ears are burning. And I'm like, this is such a great idea. Like, I'm, you know, I'm the editor of a food magazine. Why haven't I even heard of this? Like, I've not had it. I've not heard of it. And I take all of that as, you know, that's divine. It's like, you're sitting here talking about this. And I'm feeling like, don't let this go. Like, if you're showing gratitude to the universe for, like, like having really wonderful people tell you really great ideas. I'm a magazine editor who has to fill 128 pages with content. And then somebody is sitting here with the best content idea ever. And you say yes to everything, which, which is like, you know, you're checking the boxes. So as soon as, as soon as you're like, have you ever had savory oats? I'm like, tell me more. And then, you know, when I say, all right, tell me three, three savory oats. And you're like, yes. And you know, how about six? And I, I'm like, when that moment happens, it's like just being so full of gratitude. That is manifesting something where you expect that these really awesome people in your life are going to show up in these ways. And then they do. And it's like, it's like, I feel so grateful that, you know, to have met you and then to find somebody with that kind of brain and those kinds of really good ideas. And then that makes what I do so much better. I mean, it makes, I mean, we're just talking about work right now, but like, right. But like work for you, (laughs) like it's incredible. Like it's so funny because like from on my end of it, I'm like, of course I have all these really like, Oh yeah. Like this is just fun. Making brunch for people is like my, one of my greatest joys in life. It's so fun. I think mostly because it's easy to dazzle people with brunch. Like it's very simple. Everybody's like a little bit groggy and a little bit buzzed. Exactly. (laughs) It's great. You're just, um, it's so, it's too easy. It's not breakfast. It's not lunch. It's not breakfast. It's not lunch. It's just like whatever you get. And if there's caramelized onions involved, it's probably going to be good. But it's, um, Oh my God. No, but like that moment was so magical for me because I didn't know I was pitching that to you. I was just genuinely excited about it. Like, yeah. So if you had told me, like if someone told me like, oh, you're going to go pitch an idea to a magazine, I would have freaked out. Like I, or I just would have, right. I would have come in with a different energy, not the enthusiasm that I would want to come in with. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Right. And so but I think that's what we I think I, that's what we both learned from that experience is that if I had if you had told me in my pajamas in this like in this living room of the girl who I just started dating, I was going to like start working. I'd be like, I mean, Helen took a picture of me that morning and I was like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, that's what I looked like when we were planning this story. <laughs> because it was like, I was not, I was not like an editor mode at all, but I think taking those cues and feeling that inspiration and then feeding off of people who have that 
I mean, it just makes us all more creative. It does. It makes us all. And you were like, this is, this is collaboration. This is how it happens. This is how ideally this is how it happens. Instead of trying to like, you know, I do brainstorming sessions, which are so fun, Yeah, but it's, uh, wouldn't you so much rather that happen where you're sitting on the couch with somebody and somebody has a great idea and then you recognize that for what it is. You're like, oh my gosh, let's do it. That like, is, be- and then actually doing it because yeah. that's, that's that was the next part is that we actually did it. Forty eight hours later, we had a photo shoot with we had a photo shoot with the sexiest <laughs> food. I've never made food that looks that sexy. <laughs> but I'm like, so, what? And, and to be clear, we didn't make it. <laughs> we didn't make it. Uh, we just we we threw out some ingredients and they put them together. In but a way. That, but that's the other part of showing up is that, um, you know, you have a really great idea. I have this like vehicle of content that I'm filling up and trying to inspire other people with. I have two people who are living their best lives who we met. So we're talking about my photographer and my food stylist now who were so excited to get Katie's ideas for this savory oats spread. And it's like, that's when four people, the synergy is so high. I mean, you can even talk about the assistants who are on set that day and like buzzing around and everybody's in a really great mood and everybody's joking around and being cheerful. We had a little bit of wine. Like it's like, when the right idea happens and everybody's operating on that frequency, that's what showing up is. Wow. I mean, it's like everybody got like their best life in that, in those minutes. It's like when I say we didn't actually make it, it's because a food stylist for the magazine made all of Katie's recipes, a photographer, you can name dropper. Yeah. Anna Kelly was, Anna (laughs) Anna Kelly was, um, best food stylist. I know. Yeah. She's so wonderful. She's so good. Um, she made all of Katie's recipes at a, at a mill iron, who's the best food photographer in the game, shot it all, lit it all. And we sat back and watched the magic happen, but it came out of your brain. That was what was so magical about it. Like, I mean, not that every part of, but that there were so many, yeah, like that, that not only are we in creative collaboration with like the universe, it involves being in flow with the universe, in the flow, in the flow. And then there's other people that are there to support your vision. Like when you put something out there, act other, you don't have to execute the entire thing. And no. I think that that's something that oh holds gosh, me back in my nail. mind sometimes. Yeah. Is that I, I do that where it's like, Sometimes I, well, how about this? Sometimes I think that showing up means doing everything. Oh my gosh. You're just just draining. You're just draining everyone around you from the experience of getting to be a part of this. It's like how many other people could we have had in that room to like make it even better? Also, we were having like a quick aside. We were having a little, (laughs) we were having a little craft hour, which is also a dream of mine. Which is like, we like, we're taking like, just borrowing from the energy of that experience and being like, let's keep it going. Like we were, we were making wristbands for Helen's comedy show that night and saying like that, that energy was carried on like through the evening. Seriously. Yes. We, because we were like making it all at the same time. We are making it all at the same time and, and expending energy and sharing it with other people Mm -hmm. just multiplies the energy. Totally where sometimes I worry about squandering my energy. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, I can't work too hard. Like I don't want to write too much because then my writing powers are going to leave me. And how about if you write and you make things all day, it's just going to keep, it just gets better. It's just going to multiply. Yeah. Keep sharing, keep making, keep putting things out there and keep listening for people who want to help because because feeding off of their energy will make yours better and bigger and saying yes to other people. I mean, you're, you're, you're manifesting each other, 
you know it's like mm. this opportunity you know going back to like wanting to do it all mm-hmm. when you say I mean that that that's draining that's a draining experience it's an egotistical experience it's really hard to for me especially to release control and the more I do that and the more it's I collaborate and get other people in on the creative process the better it gets and then everybody benefits I don't know that's so inspiring you do know that's really how, how did you learn that like how you know if, if you said you said I'm that still learning that I'm, st- I'm still learning that because, um, you know, especially with, so as the editor in chief of a magazine, I should be the best collaborator on, on the team. Like, uh, and I, you know, there's Seems a lot like of, you people, are. <laughs> there's a lot of people who work for the magazine. There's 35, you know, writers and photographers and artists and stylists. There's, there's a lot of people mm-hmm. who come together for a really collaborative process of making a magazine. And yet in the end, I find myself like really struggling to delegate. I mean, it's still something that I'm learning mm. and even talk, even talking with you about it. It's like, I can do that better today. Like I can, when somebody brings something up and I'm like, that's a great idea. It's like, delegate that Wait, We can all, we're all going to, this is going to be even better by having the right people doing those, those things, even caption writing. I mean like something, the big things, small things Mm -hmm. is like having the right people in the, in the room to raise your own frequency and delegate. Right. Collaborate. Do you, yeah. Do you find that you, I know you mentioned that you're looking for higher frequency people in your personal life. Um, and do you feel like yes at work? Yeah. Like, I mean, we have, um, over, so I've been in publishing for 14 years. I've been seven years at the magazine that I'm at now table magazine in Pittsburgh. And it's so, it's, the best publication. It's a beautiful it's magazine. It's so wonderful. It is I love working. It it's is quarterly. It's awesome. Incredible. And the team that I have right now is outstanding. And we've had people, like when I say 35, it's, they're all freelancers. They're wonderful people like you who are like, Lisa, this is my really great idea. And can I contribute this? And can I tr- contribute this? And for me, getting to um, you know watch those ships come in and leave and try to help everybody work together but there you find just like in your personal life and your professional life there are no people there are yes people and there are no people yeah (laughs) and um you know managing the the best part of what I do is the creative process the hardest part of what I do is managing people Mm -hmm. because you know no everybody's frequency is not going to match and Mm -hmm. there are people who are going to just like in your personal life kind of squash the process or tell you all of the ways why what your great idea is not going to happen. Mm. And I would rather us all go for it and see if it could. Like, I just want to see. I yeah. just want to see if we can make six of them. I don't know. <laughs> like, what if we tried to do that? If, right. Yeah. I remember um, that. I, I have a really, I have two trucks. I have a really old Dodge Ram and we did a fall editorial last year with, um, we made a drive-in on the side of a barn out on a farm and oh, it was wow. like my truck with like a big, a big like tailgate spread in the back of the truck and I had 
the best team on this because I, I was like, I think I want to like project a movie on the barn. And we were, we were out there going like, how are we going to do uh-huh. it? Nobody was like, no, everybody was like, how they were like, okay, like, there is a way. And then of right. course for me, it was like, and I want the wizard of Oz on the barn. And I want this. Oh scene. my gosh. That sounds amazing. And like, of course, like the photo retouchers were like, I can just make that happen in post. Like everybody's talking about like, their 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 creative process like our photo editors are like i can make it look like we had wizard of oz on the barn while the set stylists are like no let's do it like let's make it real let's make it happen let's Let's all watch it right now like wow so i think that when you surround yourself with the right people personally and you get to have the right high frequency friends and you don't have people damping your tail damping your tail yes (laughs) squashing what you have going on squashing your dreams Yes. You know, those like low energy kind of sad people that sort of pull you down and you have to limit time and energy with them. Mm-hmm. That's with work too. Especially when you have yes. a really big creative job that is also a business, you know, it's right. like, how can everybody do their best work and live really creatively and collaborate? And, and then how do you lift up the people that aren't feeling it on that day? Right. Where it's like, hey, yep, you because some days you can't necessarily be the person that takes it to that next level. But yeah, how do you how do you at least just keep going with the flow of energy? It's instead of working against it. And it's I think that the answer to that is just gratitude. It's just being really grateful. If if, especially if I'm on the low day, uh being grateful to all the people around me personally and professionally who are not having that day. Oh, it's it's like, how can I um be, I'm so grateful for her energy because you're you're raising me up right now, and I'm gonna get to that place where we're gonna we're gonna get through this. I'm so grateful you showed up today because I'm struggling. I'm, that's so beautiful. I am, and that's funny. I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful that you showed up today in the <laughs> living room, being like, okay, are we gonna do this podcast? I'm like, yep. I would have been if you had been like, no, let's not record this morning. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. You no, know, I woke up really excited. I'm excited. Hot coffee. Too. We're have, we're doing a podcast. We're doing yeah. a podcast, and yeah. I'm so and I'm grateful that you your downness is making me more. <laughs> Like it's just, it, I'm feeding off of your energy and I'm so, thank you. I'm so grateful for that. I'm, and the, yeah, I mean, this is so affirming too. Like everything I ever learned seems like it, I could trace it back to why improv is the answer to everything. Yes. yes tell me about that. It's very much like, I mean, even just hearing you say like, yes, people and no people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a big part yes of improv and. is yes. And, and the, and is important too, because you're like, what am I adding to this? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, there's yes people and then there's yes. And, and we can just build out this big mm-hmm. vision, um, together. And it's, and it's not necessarily like the, the whole process is like you and you're not doing it on your own, which I love that it's not showing up. is not, I do everything on my own. I think that is such, that's the opposite. It is. That's yeah. The ego part of it where you think you can do it. And I I struggle with that. I really do. It's like, me too. I'm, I, you know, want to be a leader without being controlling. Mm -hmm. And I want to, um, you know, I want to collaborate and then I want it to be the best. And it's like, right. You're like, I wanted to collaborate and then I'm going to work. I'm going to stay up until 6am making this perfect or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Or like, I'm going to do it. My uncle Victor, for whom I was named says oh. anything that's worth doing is just worth doing. And mm. 
he that's I it's always in the back of my head because being you know being a perfectionist is a flaw get a flaw I mean it's get a, a flaw. flaw it totally is and to I'm right there I remind myself that all the time when it's like when I think egotistically that I can make it better it's like this team just put together what I think is is okay and I can I'm just going to turn it up and I'm going to make it better and some of or 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 I can see the train leaving the station and I'm like oh but or we could put a spoon in instead of the fork and it's like you think you mm-hmm. can make something better or you know you can make it better if you put all of if you like sacrifice the team and put all your stuff and all of your you know it stops being collaborative it's not that creative anymore it's super controlling and maybe if it's worth doing, it's just worth doing. Maybe if we can put the Wizard of Oz on the side of the barn, if it can be done, like even if it's not the exact vision, right. we all can all get something out of that and better mm. probably feed off of each other's frequencies and energy than if I was like, let me do it. Right. You know? Right. Let, let me get these other people to do it. Or let me get, <laughs> let me call some other, yeah. And it's like, yeah. but, and, but where's the line? Because like you also you have so many skills and a really specific eye. And like, I mean, also another big part of this is like you, you have to realize you have an amazing talent. You're, and which means like your taste is very high. So being a perfectionist, like I understand the, the drawbacks of it, especially right. when it's run rampant and like, Oh, I have to do it all by myself. But you, the truth is, is like you have an incredible, artistic eye creative vision and when you see something that's a little bit off you notice it yeah. and that's part of um well that in and that's part of showing up too is that you know I don't want to squander any gifts from the universe so where's mm-hmm. that line where it's like yes. where do I where do I speak up and step in maybe mm-hmm. that's showing up is I'm going to speak up I'm going to step in because I can edit this in a way that I know it will be better and then everybody hopefully mm-hmm. we'll appreciate that. You're making other people look good. Another lesson from improv. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Making everybody, yeah. Somebody else look good. Um, so I think tr- that there's two things with that is just trusting my gut mm-hmm. and speaking. So, so speaking up by trusting my gut and then just being really grateful for those little shocks of inspiration where it's like, what if we tried this? Like I, I'm going to trust my gut because I've been doing this for a really long time. I can see something that maybe you don't see, or maybe this will make everything better. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, without taking over, just still staying in a collaborative role. Let me add my gift to this and just be really grateful for that little spark of inspiration. Like maybe this will be really great. And then sacrificing it if it's not, because that's showing that. up too, right? It's just mm-hmm. saying like, I'm going to give all of my gifts to this moment and everything that everything that's going to come to me. I'm in the flow. We're all in the flow. Let's do it. Yes. And I'll speak up if I can, if I feel that. And, and if you feel it, I hope you speak up too. You know, I love that. Yep. Oh my God. That's your speaking my language. It's Mm. so big magic. Have you read Elizabeth Gilbert's big magic? No, no. Okay. You will, you will love it. Oh my gosh. Well, she talks all about how, I mean, it's how any creative collaboration, it's not you. You're not the one doing it. You may, have you seen her Ted talk? Yes. It's basically her Ted talk on crack. It's a whole book Yay. and it's great. It's so more, good. Yeah. more, more, more. I know. And it's like, you're basically by creating 
by partner, you're partnering with the universe. Yes. And you're letting inspiration flow through you. So it's not you. That's how you get rid of the ego thing. Mm -hmm. Because it's not you doing that thing. It's not your gut inspiration. I mean, it is your gut, but it's not your... But it's that grateful, like, I'm so grateful for the universe downloading this to me right now. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Because that's what inspiration is. I'm just going to be the vehicle right now. It's like, thank you for the gift. I'm going to spit it out and see what happens. I love that so much. And that's amazing. You put that into practice. Do you have a, do you have a gratitude practice? Do you have things that you absolutely do? I, um, I, you know, I think that gratitude is just the granddaddy of manifesting anything you want. Mm -hmm. So I practice grateful expectation all day. (laughs) I did it last night with our parking spot. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was like, um, so, oh, you know, one of my gratitude processes is, is that every time I'm in the car by myself, I'll start with just talking out loud about everything in this moment I'm so grateful for. And I do it with friends, too, by asking, like, what was your favorite part of the day? Because or even like we just saw the show. What was your favorite part? Or, oh, you know, yeah. we just had breakfast. What was your favorite part? And I feel like that is a huge gratitude practice for me is like mm. stopping in this moment and recognizing what we love about it. Mm. When I'm in the car by myself, I talk out loud to the universe about what I'm so grateful for. And I'll start going back. It'll be like, ugh, I'm so grateful that <laughs> I'm so grateful that I got to take a shower. <laughs> you know, it'll be like, I'll start with like this morning and keep going back and back and back and getting bigger and bigger picture. I do that a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, doodling when I'm on the phone. You know, sometimes like that, you'll be like doodling, 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 and I'll start like making gratitude lists. Wow. And I think that um, that really helps me to see great inspiration, to feel great inspiration when it's coming at me. The more honed in I am on things I'm grateful for, the more I see them coming at me all the time. Wow. It's like, um, you know, I, I think that you know, what you focus on, you, you attract more of. So Mm -hmm. if I'm like so grateful for this parking spot, it's like, if you want to park close, park with me because we're going to, you know, it's like, it's like, I'm so grateful and so happy when it happens that it'll keep happening. Mm -hmm. And And what you focus on, you, you see, and And you you get more of, Mm -hmm. I have to tell the parking story from last night because Katie and I are driving around. We were going to go to Helen's comedy show and we just dropped her off and um, I start my grateful expectation is like mentally in moments like that, just little stuff where I'll be like, man, I'm so grateful that we are going to just loop around this block and find the best parking spot ever. Like this is going to be, we're going to be so close to the theater. I'm just so grateful to the universe for the car that's moving right now so that we can get in that spot mm. and all of the things that are, that are coming together so that we can have this really easy fun night and then I have this great big truck that I love and that drives like a spaceship and it has a rear view camera we were talking about it I'm like I love this car I love this city yeah I love these parking spots <laughs> right this is the best like so grateful 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 we're like pulling into a spot nope that's not the spot you know why because the dream spot is still out there then we met Phil what? we met <laughs> Phil of Phil's parking <laughs> but <it> he's <laughs> we like so went funny. around the block again and we're pulling into parking and Katie's like, I don't know. Is it expensive? And I'm like, well, I hope I have $8 on me. Like I have credit cards that I have $8 and we pull in. It's $4 per half hour. And Phil's like, how long, how long do you and we're like at 11 o'clock? And he's like, all right, how about $8? He's like, I'm going to give, yeah, just $8. Just give me $8. And, and give, and I'll give you your keys back and you can take, take it whenever you want. And it was like, 
the universe you knew oh my god just being like really grateful like overwhelmingly grateful even this morning and talking about that will ensure great parking spots for the rest of the day <laughs> well i mean and what's what's interesting because it's like i think people would argue like okay wait a second like you didn't manifest that spot or like but like at, but in reality okay everything is your perception mm-hmm. and like yeah you can decide yes, you can. that the thing you have is the best thing because guess what the thing you have is the thing you have and yep. you get to decide how you feel about it and so I could see someone being in that because and me being like it's eight I was like I feel like we could find free parking but that's just me and my values over here you know what I mean I'm just like oh cool we my perfect spot might be the one that's like 0.3 miles away <laughs> but that's like this is great oh my gosh i'm getting yeah. you know whatever and like, that's how the that's how the uh, the universe is working the same way where it's for, like mm-hmm. you're so grateful for this spot it's yours it's, it's all yours <laughs> and that's why we're not parking in the same place also i don't have a car so it doesn't matter i never you won't, we won't fight over parking don't spots. waste any of your good spots on me because i don't have a car so don't <laughs> come towards me it's like, thank you for the eight dollars thank you for phil thank you for the lot we love thank it you for the lot. it's so it's it's perfect and it's yeah. it's it, it's genuine yeah it, you're not it, it's i mean like yeah you're like this is the most convenient easy fast thing it's like it's and if we practice gratitude or, or really try for everything, it's like, man, I'm so grateful for these new friends that I met. And I'm so grateful for, you know, anything. It's like for this creative process, for like new content in the magazine. It's like, you're just going to make more of that. Mm. That's how, and, and you'll recognize it when it's, when somebody is talking to you about a great story idea. If you've been, I feel like when I'm practicing gratitude and when I'm on that higher frequency, those ideas keep coming at me. I was probably not even hearing them before, you know? Right. Oh my gosh. You're like, was this here the whole time? Yeah. Was this life just happening? And you're like, that's wild to me. It's so true. Like when you find the people and things that make something light up inside of you. Right. But you, you have to be available for that. Totally. So it's, it's like readying yourself to receive. And it doesn't mean that every single thing you, cause then you also have the discernment to know this is what lights me up. Not this. You might hear five ideas in a day. You know, it's not as if it's, it's a little, it's not quite just being a yes person. You're not saying yes to absolutely everything. No, No, but you including that idea. No, no. (laughs) but you, but, but you feel, I mean, like, I feel like it's love from the universe. I feel Mm -hmm. like when you're having, when you're being bombarded with good ideas and you get to choose which one you want to do. (laughs) It's wow. Well, and it's when you realize, yeah, it's like, there's, there is so much available to us in any given moment. Mm -hmm. Like each moment has infinite possibilities in it yeah and just being available for those it's because because when I and I I mean like talking just from my own life and and this is a big reason why I want to travel actually because it sucks me into I I mean like I don't know if we would have had we would we would not have had this connection if I weren't physically here in Pittsburgh Pittsburgh. um but also I don't know if I think when I go into the, into the world with too much of my own plan that I want, you know, like, um, yeah, surrender to the universe, surrender a little bit. Yeah. And I think, cause I think my tendency is to get kind of, um, 
uh, it's easy for me to say when I say yes to things on a more like long-term basis or something, it's easy when I get into a, a routine of doing something and it's comfortable and it's, there's nothing wrong with being comfortable in a routine, but it, mm-hmm. it shuts down those like receptors, those, those. Oh yeah. You gotta get the flow going. Yeah. to get the flow going. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's like. It's like having a loose plan and then being open to inspiration. Totally. Figuring it out. A hundred percent. So it's just all, yeah, it's very life affirming. (laughs) You said something a minute ago um, about like these ideas were probably always here and we didn't, we didn't see them or feel them. So I, um, I've been doing art for years. I'm glad you're segueing into this because I wanted to, I want to talk talk about art for a minute. I would love to talk about art. Um, I've been doing art and it started out, you know, I've, I've always done art. Like even, you know, back as like in high school, I did art. And by art, you mean predominantly painting or drawing at all of that? Yeah, drawing and painting. And it was, uh, it was probably four years ago that I started drawing and painting fine art nudes and not yet from life. I was using photos. Four or five years ago, you said? Yeah. Uh And then, you know. It wasn't until about two years ago that I decided that I needed to do it every day, Um, even weekends, even holidays. And what I didn't know at the time was that I was meditating, that Mm. drawing was letting me think. It was like I need two hours of like being with myself and prioritizing this and not as like a business or um, anything. It was like I need to do this to I didn't know at the time I needed to do that to, to meditate. And that's what I was doing that I was Mm. drawing and, and like zoning out and working through stuff, you Mm. know? And, um, I started, I mean, I, it started to take over as the, the most important thing in my life is it was became like, I was getting the most inspiration for all parts of my life for relationships and for family and for my work when I was drawing and when I would, um, it crossed over into, I would, I love to draw fine art nudes. I started drawing nudes live, which is the most intimate, inspiring experience ever. You want to talk about human connection It's like, that's, Mm. it's so vulnerable and it's so special. And also it, it taught me so much gratitude for my own body and my own gifts that I could translate like somebody else onto paper and to feel my own body more than I ever did before. And then I started doing landscapes, but I have only ever done landscapes live. And you were, you know, we were talking earlier about where do you get most inspired? And it's like to be outside in nature and painting it is there's nothing like that. Um, Mm. And it was only a couple of months ago when the same time that I really wanted to do um, that I really, made the commitment to making a daily practice of raising my frequency to attract more high energy people, to attract more high frequency friends, um, was the same time that it was like, if I'm going to go for it in this life, like the, the true me does art full time. And Mm. I, um, love magazines and I'm good at them. And someday that will be a part-time thing and the art will be the full-time thing because it's like the truest, my truest self is that and it's like if there's only one me in this universe like she does that that's who she is 
it's like the, the most like distilled down version of me. And I started talking to my sister who is a blogger and a businesswoman and she's she's so good at going for it and she's so good at showing up and I started talking and she's you know I've started I hired her to mentor me and like how do I build this into a business like how do I make this into something that mm. I can do every day um, and I started talking to other professional artists about how they made that journey so you know you and I were talking about life coaching and things like that I'm so interested in that and I started bringing it up you know one of the things yeah. about showing up is and showing up for your own life is making that the top line when you're talking to people because all of the inspiration and all of the things already exist. They're already all around us. And I was in Denver. I was um, hanging out with my really good friend, Ashley. And I told her that Julie, my sister, was saying that this is going to be, a, this is going to, something is going to hit for you and it's going to be a quick transition from to doing art full time. And she was like, like, we need to get you into anthropology. Like, this is something my sister says, because she works with huge brands all the time. Right. And I'm sitting here telling Ashley, because I'll say it to anybody. It's like, these are the ideas that are that are around me right now. And Ashley says, you know, the president of buying for anthropology. I was like, I do. And she goes, oh, yeah, it's Hillary Super. Like you, you know, she she used to live in Pittsburgh. I drove her dog cross country like you already know her. Wow. And I was thinking, I follow this girl on Instagram. How did I not like how did it not dawn on me when my sister said this? So I think that, again, part of showing up is and showing up for your own life is sharing all of that because the answer is already here. You don't know how to find it, but she, you, you know, can't do it all on your no, own. You can't. It's showing up and speaking your right. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't anthropology, but when some, it would have been something else, but I am collaborating with anthropology this year. That's amazing. I know. That's I'm really excited about it. Thank you. I'm from really, reaching. And did that happen from reaching out? Yeah, to this it did. And I was like, Hillary, wow. it's so good. You know, I was, I'm sitting here with Ashley. We were just talking about you. I am. And putting yourself out there. Oh my gosh. There were, it wasn't until months ago mm -hmm. that I would even put myself out there as an artist. I mean, like I do Instagram and I sell artwork on Etsy and I have a website and things like that. But to talk to my friends in a way where it's like, I, I had all Taking this. Taking your dreams more seriously. Yeah. I mean, like in, and, yeah. And it makes them take it seriously too. I, I don't know what I was imagining would happen. Would they be like, why would you be an anthropologist? I mean, like my friends would never say that to me. Right. You know, instead, like, of course, instead, like finally. my sister and my friend and like, friends I met a long time ago. It's like, how did this all come together now? And I think that, I think that's the biggest, the biggest lesson I'm in right now is like speaking up all the time and, and mm. putting yourself out there in really big ways because the answers are already here and the inspiration is all around us and being grateful for the inspiration that's already on its way mm. is like, Oh man, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but it's coming to me. That's, I don't know where we're parking, but it's close. It's close. <laughs> You're like, I, this, and it's a speedy transition. It's so, oh my God, it's so inspiring to hear you at this point in your life. Thank you. Because you know it's happening. It's happening. You know it's happening. It's, yeah. it's already happening. It's electric. It's coming off of yeah. you. Like it really you're we're gonna pay today right after that we're we are gonna pay today yeah we couldn't do it because we have to hold these microphones but we're gonna do it yeah. now um yeah. wow that's really so inspiring and it's and it's it's like i i needed to hear this i needed to hear this like yes th put it out there just put it out there put it out there that's like 100%. I think we were name dropping Brene Brown last night because we were talking about daring Always. greatly yes but I, I mean that's what 
I didn't even know when I read that book that that's what I, that's what I needed from that is that, you know, being a little bit afraid to put yourself out there and say what you really want Mm -hmm. is it is hard but as soon as you say it oh my gosh the way as soon as you decide as soon as you decide how like the universe responds so quickly oh yeah wait you want to be a full-time artist let me move in all of these people and and start keep talking because i will make it happen keep talking wow and keep talking and walking 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 and talking (laughs) So amazing. I we you when you're talking about oh my gosh, I have so many questions about yeah. um your practice. I mean, I think it's incredible that you paint every day and that you're making it more of your I mean it's yeah, it's it started as a meditation and it's gonna be it should be what I do. Our life is a meditation. Well but it yeah. also involves a lot of collaboration and intimacy mm-hmm. with other people mm-hmm. and yourself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm so like in specifically painting nudes, like one of the questions I had, which you kind of touched on, but I'm curious about how it's impacted your relationship with your own body. Oh my gosh. Seeing so many, bo- I mean like we have such, I could talk, we could talk for another hour wow. about yeah. bodies, <laughs> like our right. whatever, but, but I mean, it has, it has changed how I view my own body because I've painted the most beautiful bodies ever and they're so different and never has a woman trusted me to draw or paint her when I found any flaw on her body. Like it was, it's, they're so gorgeous Mm. and to have that perspective drinking your coffee in the morning to be like, how could I possibly think that any part of my body was not perfect after you're seeing these these women and to talk about it showing up like these women who were like I'm just gonna like I'm doing this I'm going for it I'm gonna love myself I love the person who I'm gonna give this to if that's if that's if, if that's what we're doing this for and or I want to have this forever I've I have drawn or painted about a dozen um pregnant women wow. and it's the most spiritual experience because wow. they um you know are literally glowing and trusting me to capture that yes and it has changed it has changed the way I view my own body and everybody else's that and also when I hear anybody talking physically about another person in a negative way I feel so bad for them I'm like how are you seeing that and also what is going on in your life what is the shame that you are struggling through? Because I can't imagine it now. I can't imagine seeing somebody's body and thinking, oh, but if you were just a little. That's so. Or looking at your own body and being like, but only but if only you didn't. If only. Right. Oh, my God. Yes. No, there's none of that. It's wow. Like, it is. It is totally. And that's a huge, a huge lesson I needed from the universe. It's totally divine that I was inspired to start with nudes and to or you know to move into that and to get really serious about it and to it's like you know just to feel how much the universe loves me to be like I love you so much stop being so fucked up about your body mm, or, you know because yeah. I mean we've all gone through that or, and we still do you know is right but it's like let me show you. Let me show you how much I love you because you're going to have really intensely vulnerable and spiritual experiences with other women and you'll never be able to look at your own body the same way again. 
wow. Like you, it was just so instructive and like, this is like, no, seriously, your body is perfect. perfect. It's not just a mantra you're telling yourself. It's like, look at these, yeah. look at these beautiful body. I mean like, like what I a privilege to, to see. Something. I dare you to look at yeah. her and say that you would edit that. Oh my gosh. Because you wouldn't, you mm-hmm. would never do it. It's like you're penciling somebody on. It's such an honor a and B it's like everything that you're worried about right now is so gorgeous. Like you look so good. Wow. Cause I bet do you encounter, I mean, this is also reminding me, I forget who told me this, but I loved it. And it's something like that has helped me can think about body image in a different mm-hmm. way it's just like thinking of bodies like trees because yeah. like no you would never be like oh that tree is except low. for that thing yeah you would never yeah like oh if we only we could take away that little knob it's like no that knob is so, so beautiful it makes we, it so great yeah we'd have like weird robot trees if we uh, yeah and i feel like you were gonna i feel like you were gonna ask about like do, women do get nervous yes they that's what i was gonna me, ask about they'll yeah. ask me they'll be like can you just can but can you take in this they I mean, all the time the like it, like liposuction you're yeah, the painting like the, you're like can you just smooth I'm out photoshopping some of, my... some of like what we're oh doing my here God. and instead yeah. i feel like that is my um opportunity to it's like to quote almost famous it's like to quote you warmly and accurately like you're gonna love this like mm. <laughs> i'm gonna capture you, you i'm gonna show you what i'm seeing right now mm. and you, I, I think you're gonna love it And to stay on that level, Mm. it's like, if I'm going to show up to draw somebody, especially live, then I have to have the right energy and the right frequency so that she feels Mm. like how she feels how beautiful what I'm seeing is. Um, Because they do. I mean, can you, everybody has that. Everybody is like laying down and they're like, I don't, but could you just not do this part? And I'm like, Mm. "Mm, mm." You're like, I will, I'm going to actually love that part the most. Yeah, Yeah. you will too, hopefully. But Mm -hmm. if I was, if I felt any differently, I I mean, I have to check myself before I even start because it's like, if I'm, if I'm processing something else and I'm not totally present in that moment, she's not going to feel that she, she's not going to feel this energy between us where it's like, just, if you just relax and I just relax, we're both going to be in this flow and it's going to feel really good. And you're, you're your tree scars won't matter. Mm. You're just going to love it. Wow. Hopefully. Oh my God. You're doing such amazing work. <laughs> Thanks. Really? You are. Thank you. Oh my gosh. It's, uh, also, I, you know, I do, I do, do take commissions from everywhere and I have this, I have this model pose sheet um, <laughs> where, so a lot of women have to send me photos cause they're not local to Pittsburgh. I've had some people travel, which is an honor, but wow. people will send me photos and I have a sheet asking them for like the kinds of photos I need to like get this started. And some of it is just utilitarian where I'm telling them, please have the camera shooting you straight on. Like don't have anybody shoot you at an angle where you're like a three quarters view. It's a really hard perspective mm-hmm. to draw mm-hmm. and don't lay on a couch or a bed it seems like that would be really sexy or beautiful but I'm losing all your lines so those are just like utilitarian things Mm. but then it's the mindset you know you gave me a little sheet before our podcast like this is like what I'm gonna be talking about Mm -hmm. and for me it's like you know show me what is the most beautiful thing like how you feel the most beautiful and if if this is for a partner or a friend maybe you want to give me some options for that but just remember that 
like everything about you is really, really beautiful. And show me something maybe you're a little bit like a little bit afraid of. Like, mm-hmm. let's get vo- let's both get really vulnerable because I'm going to look at you for hours mm-hmm. to do this. Um, so, yeah, I try I try to get in that zone, even with somebody who's not physically in front of me to like, how can you pose for this? And we both get the most out of it. Right, right. Like this picture should make you feel a little scared, or like you're yes. you're revealing it's, it's a little. It's going to make me feel a little scared mm-hmm. because I really have to show up to give this what I got. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Mm. High energy art. High energy art. Yeah. If we're not a little bit scared when we're making stuff, what's the oh, point? Yeah. What's the <laughs> point? Wow. Oh my goodness. I w- I just want to talk to you about this for the forever. <laughs> um, but uh, unfortunately we need to wrap up pretty soon, but I God, I'm so inspired by you. your work. Oh, I'm so good. I'm so, so grateful that you were willing to do this, that you came into my life a week ago today that we're sitting on, that there's more coffee we're going to pour yeah. in a second. <laughs> um, I'm grateful too. I'm so grateful that I manifested such a high frequency friend. We've had such a great week leading up to this. This is totally the highlight. This is it. And, and we don't even, we're just constantly peeking. It seems we're just, we're just peeking. We're just peeking. <laughs> we don't even know what the rest of the day we'll be painting next. So well, we're, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but no, I just feel really grateful for, we were recapping last night. We're like, that was not yet a week ago. And we've already had the best week ever. And I think that that I know that we'll be friends for a long time because we have similar energies. I'm going to watch you go out into the world and And see what happens next. Oh, my gosh. I bet one day you're going to paint me naked. Um, But speaking of which, this is that day. I don't know. We don't know. Constantly peeking. Um, How can people find you? VictoriaBradleyStudio.com. VictoriaBradleyStudio.com. I'm on Instagram at VictoriaBradleyStudio. Wonderful. Yeah. And also pick up a capital, co- a capital, a copy, a copy, <laughs> a copy of table. table. Yeah. Yep. Table is what I do. And, and, uh, it's my, I can't even call it a day job because it's just, it's, it's all the time. You put your heart into that too. Yeah, even, I really do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and I, I'm so grateful to magazines and publishing for not just the creativity, but the flexibility. I would never get to explore art the way that I do without, if I wasn't also doing like living in a creative world and experiencing a lot of flexibility and just, you know, you get to go for it in lots of different ways and we all should. You're going for it in so many ways. (laughs) And I hope everyone listening feels as inspired as I do right now. (laughs) Thank you so much, Victoria. See you next time.